Shvies Perik Yud, Mishnah Aleph to Mishnah Dalad. The tenth Perik of uh, Meseches Shvies deals with the subject of Shmitas Kasofim, which is the law of cancellation of all loans which have taken place before um, Shemitah. Shvies Mishametes Es Ha Milva Bishtar Bishalo Bishtar. Shmita has the power to cancel uh, loans, whether they are uh, undertaken with a shtar or without a shtar. There are two types of loans which can take place, either a loan which involves a document of a loan or a loan which is called a milva al peh, which is no document involved. Either way, at the end of the uh, Shemitah year, these loans are cancelled. There are, however, some loans which aren't actually real loans at all. For example, if you buy from a shop, and you ask to buy something on credit, then maybe that's not considered a proper loan. As the Mishnah tells us, Buying on credit in a shop is not considered a loan, and therefore that loan will not be cancelled by Shemitah. However, if you make an agreement with a shopkeeper that you're going to transfer the simple credit arrangement into a proper loan, Vim Asor Milva, then Harizu Mishametes. Then the shopkeeper will lose out because the loan will be cancelled from Shmita. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says Harishon Harishon Mishamet, which means that a temporary credit agreement does exist with the shopkeeper on the last thing that you may have bought from him on credit. But if you now buy a second thing on credit, then the thing you bought the first time is actually considered now a loan. As such, this loan will be cancelled um, after Shmita. The only thing which is not cancelled is the most recent purchase that you've made from the shopkeeper. Similarly, if you have a person who works for you, then the fact that you may owe him money after he's finished his work is not called a loan to him, and therefore the Shmita will not cancel such a loan agreement. However, if you have an agreement with your worker that you are going to turn the payment that you owe him into an actual loan, v'im asa'o milva, then in such a case, then this new loan agreement will actually be a proper loan, and therefore the shvi'is will cancel it. Rabbi Yossi, Omi, Rabbi Yossi says, the komolocha she posekes bashvi'is meshametes. There is a machlokus exactly what this means, but let's take one parish, that, that when a job finishes during the uh, Shemitah year, for example, if a person's working for you on a particular project and that project finishes during the Shemitah year, then the money now owing to the person who did the work for you is now considered a loan. As a result, this loan will be cancelled at the end of the Shemitah year. However, if it's an ongoing arrangement or an ongoing project where the person's working for you throughout the Shemitah and beyond, then at no time is any money owed to him as an actual loan, it's just payment for the project which is ongoing, and therefore, this particular work will not lead to an actual loan agreement, and therefore, the payment is still due at the end of the Shemitah year, and the Shemitah is does not cancel this loan. As we have seen, as, as we will carry on seeing, that really the time of the cancellation of the loan is at the end of the Shemitah year. Mishnah Base discusses when the actual Shemitah year finishes, given that in the time of the Beis HaMikdosh, 
we weren't actually sure the actual date of Rosh Hashanah. We keep two days Rosh Hashanah, which is really the last day of the previous year, i.e. the 30th day of Elul, together with the first day of the new year, the first day of Tishri, because Elul could have been a 29-day month or a 30-day month. But of course, if Elul was a 30-day month, then the first day of Rosh Hashanah isn't actually Rosh Hashanah at all, it's simply the 30th day of Elul. Therefore, any loans which took place on that 30th day of Elul, which would be the first day of Rosh Hashanah, it is, would be subject to the Hashmota or the cancellation of loans once the year actually finishes. Therefore, says a Mishnah base, Hashochet Esapora, someone who shechts the cow, the Chilka, Barosh Hashanah, and divided it up to all those who took a stake in the cow, and excuse the pun, all those who actually bought a share in the cow and had not yet paid for the cow, but rather had an agreement with the Shochet and were going to pay for the cow only after Rosh Hashanah. So, Im Ubar, if it turned out that subsequently we found out that it was a 30 day Elul, and therefore this, what was thought to be the first day of Rosh Hashanah, actually was the last day of the Shemitah year, Meshamet the loan will be cancelled and the people who bought a share in the cow will not have to pay the shochet. Ve'imlav, however, if this turned out to be the first day of Rosh Hashanah because the previous month was a 29-day month and therefore the end of the year was actually yesterday, then since this loan is a new loan for the eighth year, as a result, the loan still stands and they would have to pay after Rosh Hashanah. The Mishnah continues with cases where there is a knas imposed or a fine imposed by Basin on men who acted inappropriately and they had to pay certain fines. These fines remain active even though the fines were only paid after the Shemitah year. This is a man who either rapes or seduces or a husband who accuses his wife of having behaved inappropriately before they were married, the whole Ma'asa Beistin, and any other situation where Beistin impose a fine upon a person to pay, such cases, Ein Meshamtin, the Shemithiyah does not cancel the fine, and they would have to pay even after Shemitah in the eighth year. Hamalva al-Hamashkan, the Mishnah continues, someone who borrows money someone who lends money and takes a deposit, whether the, even if that deposit is equivalent to the amount of money that he lent, or it's less than the amount of money that he lent, or someone who, when he has a loan agreement, writes a document and hands those documents in to Bastin, all these situations, these loans do not get cancelled after the Shemitah year. This concept of handing over your documents to Bastin forms the basis for the famous Prusbol, uh, which is the subject of Mishnah Gimel. Although the Torah warns us not to avoid lending money to people who need money, human nature dictated that people did avoid lending money towards the end of the Shemitah year, knowing that the loan will be cancelled in a short time. So in the times of Hillel Hazokain, Hillel the Elder, he instituted, having seen the people's behavior, that people were not lending money, he instituted the famous uh, prusbol, which is 
the rabbinic enactment to allow people to lend money and, to, and then to be able to claim their money back even after the Shemitah year. Says the Mishnah, Prisbal Eino Meshamet. The Prisbal does not get cancelled by Shemitah, i.e. a person who wants to make a loan can have an agreement by which he writes a document, hands the document over to Bastin, and Bastin will therefore be in charge of getting the money back in case the person defaults on the loan. But the fact of giving over to Bastin allows a person to claim his money back after Shemitah, and the Shemitah does not cancel the loan. This is one of the things which was enacted by Hillel Hazokin the Elder. When he saw that people prevented or stopped lending money to each other, thereby transgressing that which is written in the Torah, warning us of this very, very issue. Be careful. Lest you have this idea in your mind that you will not lend your money because you're afraid of getting the money back, etc. As a result, and Hillel seeing that people were stopping lending money to each other, Hiskin Hillel la Prisbal. Hillel instituted this concept of Prisbal, and the Mishnah Dalit goes on to explain further what the Prisbal actually was. Ze Gufo Shell Prisbal. This is the body of the Prisbal. This is the words that were written in the Prisbal document. Mose Anilachem, I transfer to you Ish Ploni Uploni Hadayonim. You people, and he gives the names of the Dayonim, the judges, Shabbat and Ploni, in such and such a place, Shekol Chov Sheyeshli, that any loan that is owed to me, Shegvenu Kol Zaman that I will be able to claim it whenever I want. The suggestion here from this text is not that he's transferring the documents in the name of the basin that they should claim it on his behalf, rather he's simply informing the basin of such an, a loan. And that will be enough to be able for him to claim the money. And the Dayonim, the judges, then will then sign at the bottom of this declaration, or the witnesses.